Hey, it's Bill Simmons. I have some good news for you. The hottest take. It's back. Oh, yeah. Monday through Thursday, four times a week, you hear from me, Chris Ryan, Sean Fantasy, Mallory Rubin, Wazdeen Lambrey, Van Lathan, Julie Lippman, many other ringer staffers. You get one take, you got to defend it to the death. Sports takes, pop culture takes, food takes, airplane takes. Oh, yeah. It's coming back. First episode drops August 29th. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Welcome to Food News. I'm Juliette Littman. And I'm David Jacoby. Let's put 30 minutes on the clock. 30 minutes. Exciting start to today's episode. Not if you were a motorist in one of two areas of the United States recently, but for us, this is big. We got some crash news. Crash. We might have to do a crash news segment. This happens more than you think. <laughs> it really related. Does. These two are related. I'm trying to link the, between them, but continue. So two big crashes we need to talk about. The first one is a tomato crash. And when I first saw this link come through our group chat and I clicked on it, I thought it was going to be about like the market crashing for tomatoes. And I was going to be really worried because I love tomatoes as previously discussed. Tomato no, fest. What happened was a truck full of Roma tomatoes crashed in Vacaville, California on the I-80. The I-80 is a major artery of Northern California for trucking and commuting. And so when they shut down the road, wreaked a lot of havoc. And my favorite fact, the police officer who came to the scene claims there was a two-foot like river of tomato juice mixed with oil and sludge and dirt. When I looked at the pictures, mm-hmm. my first word that came to mind was like, delicious. <laughs> it really looks good. You know, like crushed tomatoes that come in a can. They've been run over by various different vehicles. And I was like, that looks pretty good, to be honest with you. Like, I, w- I'm, I wouldn't eat it off of the highway, but like, it does look nice. It's like a sight to behold. Also, the the, the Northern California sun is ri- is like rising over the tomatoes in many of the photos. It's so it's like pretty picture. It's pretty. It's pretty. I, yeah, it's like I I would eat those. I've driven on I eighty through Vacaville. First of all, you could take that I eighty all the way to New Jersey to to the George Washington Bridge if you want to. Five days later, um, interstates they're amazing, kind of. 
Side note. Nebraska Nebraska gets boring. <laughs> booze news, side note. You know that interstates, to get funding for interstates, you have to have the drinking age be 21 in your state, but the drinking age is not actually federally 21. It's just like if you want to forego infrastructure money, you would, could, lo- could lower the drinking rate in your age in your, your state. Wow, let's put a pin in that because <laughs> okay. after we're done with the pod, let's discuss the potential implications. <laughs> okay, anyway, back to this tomato crash. So I said the police officer claimed it was two feet. So It's not. It's not two feet. There's no indication that that's true. And I would really have liked to have seen a two feet deep river of tomatoes on the highway. That's, like, that's, so, a, that's a tomato bog. Yeah, that's like... Two feet is up to your knees. That's like apocalyptic. That's like a plague. (laughs) I just really would have enjoyed seeing that. And I I guess this police officer was busy, probably had work to do. I suppose it was dark. I don't know. Couldn't he just snapped a pic of what it looked like before the cleanup? Because most of our pictures is like once the road has reopened. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the pictures that we have seem to be like hours after the initial incident. But yes. I did like some of the details in the article. They're like fist-sized tomatoes. Like, I know how big a tomato is, okay? <laughs> I, I know how big a tomato is. It's fine. Uh, also, um, as 150,000 tomatoes that were scra- scattered across the road, which is crazy. Well, 150,000. If someone told me we need to sort of like quantify these tomatoes, I wouldn't go, let's count each tomato. Like, wouldn't you weigh them or well, cubic ass- feet or something? Like, they, I mean, come on. I assume that the truckers knew what their haul was. So when they lost all of it, they were like able to provide the number fairly easily. But this is a big loss of tomatoes. I just want to note no fatalities. One person broke an arm and a few others had minor injuries, but cars are damaged, but humans are more or less fine. So That's don't great. feel bad joking about this, people. In related news, yes, there was another truck incident there sure was complimentary to the tomato crush the alfredo sauce we've all had this what is it five brothers it's called um five brothers alfredo we've all seen it in the grocery store and i'm a big alfredo sauce guy i just don't eat it that much because it's basically like heavy cream and butter but it is delicious and these images were also fantastic a truck carrying exclusively jars of Alfredo sauce, which which raises some questions. If you if I'm a truck leaving the Five Guys plant, I understand that you separate these sauces on the shelf, but I didn't realize that, that each truck carried an individual sauce exclusively. Like, I'm the Alfredo sauce trucker. The guy over here is the penne vodka, vodka <laughs> sauce. And then and George, he does the garlic heavy one. Um, I didn't know that either, but maybe it's like separate bottling institutions because of like, allergies or nuts or like something like that. I don't know. That's one of my best guesses, but I'm shocked to hear that you're an Alfredo sauce guy. Do you, would you buy it in the jar or would you only have it like freshly made at like your favorite Italian restaurant? My Alfredo period was when my metabolism was much higher. You know what okay, I mean? That's, that's not answering my question. Though. I, I'm getting there. That was an interruption. And it was like when I'm like in college, you know what I mean? Like in like 22, 23, when you're cooking for yourself, and you're just like, I know how to heat noodles and then put Alfredo sauce on it from the jar without even heating it. Like it was that kind of a thing. Now I would make a much more sophisticated Alfredo dish that would be a little lower calorie, more heavy vegetable. But there's nothing better than that. Like, pancetta and like peas mm. and and chopped diced up peppers yeah. red peppers green peppers with some pasta i love an alfredo it's just it's just a very heavy heavy sauce every time i eat an alfredo dish afterwards i'm like i need a nap right now yeah. well, at this table 
I like a, like a vodka cream sauce. If we're, if we're going for a cream sauce, I, I choose the, the pink vodka sauce. But I'm just surprised to hear you say this because for someone who is so um, so harshly judgmental of my interest in mayonnaise sitting out for a few hours, I can't believe you would have a creamy sauce that sits on the shelf at the grocery store for years at a time. It's sealed. Sealed. Okay. That's different than a sandwich in your purse. Okay. Like a sealed jar, which we'll get to later if that story makes the pod, is different than a sandwich in your purse. But let's not get away from the images from this truck You're incident. Right. You're not right. as delicious. Not as this delicious. Is revolting. This yeah, is yeah. definitely just it's not as bad as the hot dog meat strewn across the highway. No. But this is really gross. This looks like so like like an entire cruise of people were being transported back to like the airport and they had to pull over the bus because every single person on the bus needed to vomit. Like yes. that's what it looks like. It's yes. so gross. It's gnarly. And you think about the, the sun-dried tomato aspect of the sunset in Northern California with those fresh tomatoes <laughs> from the farm. Whatever the opposite that is, it's this. Like, it's like just cream out in the sun for hours. Like, ah. In, me- in ah. Memphis, Tennessee, which is like definitely a hot, sticky hot summer spot. muggy and humid and buggy and, oh, God. And just like the animals that come out of the woodwork to like dine on this, this, this you know, dish. Oh my God. So disgusting. All mm. right. Don't see out the pictures and let's move on. This is a next story is something that we're, we both is some, I just know is very important to us. Yes. James, James Harden. He had a birthday party on a boat. It was, it was a white party. Mm-hmm. I was on a boat Two tired trends. Honestly, like I just feel like the party planner in wow, James Harden's point. life could Ooh, sure. do better. Yeah. I'm going to a boat party later today, but sure. Continue. Well, a boat party is different than like, I'm really rich. Here's my white party on a yacht and yes. like out, outside of California or whatever yeah. on the coast. And if you know. remember two years ago, two summers ago, James Harden gave little baby $100,000, a honey bun with a honey bun in a bag. In this party, little baby returned it with $250,000 in a bag. <laughs> That's like an incredible repayment on a loan. I mean, I, I absolutely love it. Interest rates are high. I don't know if you know <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> so James Harden's having a great time. Kevin Durant attends, of course. Um, I think it's pretty noteworthy that Kevin Durant attended James Harden's birthday party, but not Draymond Green's wedding. But that's besides the point. James Harden has presented with a, I think, a four or five tier wedding cake. Mm-hmm. And it's in his hands. And then he throws it off the side of the boat into the water. Okay. You, you'll you not be shocked to hear this. I've watched this video about 35, 40 times. That's not a cake. What have you cake. noticed? It's not a cake. So you there's, think it was a prop? There's no frosting on his hands after he throws it. Mm. it the cake has, loses no structural integrity when it literally goes parallel to the earth. <laughs> That's a great point. It yeah, was so just... when you watch the video, like this is not a cake. They gave him like a cake prop mm-hmm. and he was just like, screw this thing. I want a cake. And he throws it off the boat. I love that. That's a great point. Jacoby, I'm so happy to know you and to be your colleague. Wow. Thank you for that research. You're so right. I just rewatched it myself. It's a five-second video. So yes. it doesn't take <laughs> yeah, long. There's no frosting on his hands. I was just like, wait a second. They're like, There's a big headline, like James Harden throws birthday cake off a boat. I'm like, oh, I'm interested in that. Click on it. I'm like, that's not a birthday cake. That's a cardboard replica of a birthday cake. Which is smart because James Harden probably would have dropped it anyway. He's on a fucking moving boat and he's partying. So he's trying to cut weight for the upcoming Sixers season. A lot of pressure on him. It's a one year deal. You know what I mean? He, he can't he have those empty calories. Okay. I'm glad you brought to this season. up. This, this video was propagated on Twitter, but it came to me through a, uh, a blog post. 
And the blog post that aggregated it, I'm not going to name because I don't approve of it. It couched it entirely in like James Harden fat jokes. And I don't know. Like, I'm, si- yeah. I'm sick of this with James Harden. Like, yeah, he was out of shape last season, but hopefully minutes. he'll be happier. And I just think like we all need new material. James Harden, better party ideas, bloggers. Let's stay away from James Harden weight jokes. Like, let's just all move on, people. Can I give you my James Harden take? Yeah. He needs to reinvent his career. Turn the corner, shave the beard. He shows up. He shows up regular season game one with a clean shaven face. He's going for 45. Here's the thing about the beard the beard says to me, I'm unavailable for for questions. It's like a boundary, it keeps people at bay. Interesting. And if he were to shave the beard, I think it would just, it would certainly invite a lot of questions about his appearance. But I just feel like in general, he wouldn't have this like protection layer between him and the world. Okay, question. Yeah. You are just like on a plane in first class next to James Harden. And you're okay. so surprised at just how intelligent and fun and funny he is. And there's like real romantic chemistry between the two of you, uh-huh. right? You get off the plane, you're at baggage claim, you get your bags. You both are going to get off in different cars. You exchange numbers. He leans in for a kiss. How do you handle that? <laughs> like, do you put your, your arm up and like block the beard? Like, I don't even know. Like, how does it work? I was just thinking it'd be like hard to find his lips. Um, yeah, I think you have to like <laughs> use your left hand and like move the beard and then kiss. It's a great question. I don't know. I haven't been up close and personal with James Harden. I just right. like that you are giving me the benefit of the doubt that James Harden, who does not seem chatty, would want to chat with me in first class, even if I don't have a shark scar. You know, like you're giving <laughs> giving me that benefit. I heard you were chatty. All right. James Harden, good move by you. Just, can, just can you do me a smart. favor? Sure. I just want you to straight up, before you introduce this topic, just uh-huh. read the headline. All right. Wind turbine blades could be recycled into gummy bears, scientists say. Okay. So on our Google Doc, the link didn't work. And it, that was the most just the annoying part of my day. I clicked it like 17 times. I'm like, I need to know how wind turbines can be turned into gummy bears. I was, I, it was like, I love gummy bears too. And I was so fascinated by this. Wow. Okay. Um, that's interesting that you love gummy bears. I like them too. Do you like chocolate covered ones? I do, but I prefer Haribo gummy bears and no chocolate. Yeah. Haribo. I, like, I like the chocolate ones a lot. I love chocolate. Um, this is another story from the UK, the same country that brought us woolly mammoths. Should we eat them? And <laughs> I have to say, they seem really stressed about climate change in the United they Kingdom. Really do. Like, yeah, we all should be. But I don't think to myself, wind turbines, we need to recycle them. Hey, let's make let's some gummy turn bears. Them into gummy bears. But it's also like, if you read the article, it's like retired wind turbines. I'm like, wait a second. No, 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 no. We can use the same technology that created the turbine blades. Fine. But if you've ever seen a fan that no one's cleaned for two years, it's Disgusting. gnarly. Don't turn that into food. Like, so I thought much it was like, dust. oh, the same, like, sort of, you know, like a molecular structure that we use to make these turbines, we can also use for gummy bears. Fine, but like, I don't want you to take down a wind turbine that's been outside of Ojai or whatever, Palm Springs for a decade and be like, now we're going to turn that into a yellow gummy bear? No. It's it's really weird. I want to read some details from the, from the piece. So I just want to be fair. The paper comes from Michigan State. 
However, no one here in the United States, where I would say there, there many people are biased against uh, making some real changes, have really been reporting on this. So the Guardian's like ready to find some up. alternative food sources. So <laughs> one of the researchers explained that um, basically they recovered what is called food grade potassium lactate. And they made gummy bears from that. And what they did was they took the the red, like the material of the wind turbine and basically like melted it down, but like in like a fancy science way and got different ingredients out of it and used one ingredient to um, make these gummy bears. And this guy, his name is John Dorgan, said, we recovered food grade potassium lactate and used it to make gummy bear candies, which I ate. Thank you, John Dorgan. <laughs> Great finish. Put, put, put a bow on that. It was like a Trump tweet. <laughs> but it's also like, if you would have told me, like, we melt down these wind turbines and we turn them into Yeezy slides, I'd be like, oh, I get it. That makes sense. That's like, oh, okay. But yeah. gummy bears? Yeah, or like, I don't know, like silverware or like just like things that are other like long lasting materials. Like, yes. does this have to be expelled by humans in like either like a gaseous or other form? Like, I just <laughs> well, don't get I it. wasn't thinking about the expulsion part. I was thinking about the, the well, intake. But like, sure, Juliet. I was, well, I was thinking, do we have to be eaten? I wasn't like, cycle. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, is the future here that we need to involve humans to really break down these excess materials in the world? I mean, I think it's asking a lot of us humans. Yes, and, we are the ones who got us this predicament, but still. What is the lifespan of a wind turbine, too? Like, are we are we already retiring wind turbines? Another thing I learned from this is that wind turbine blades can be 100 yards long, like the length of a football field, which is, like, huh. really huge. Like, absolutely massive. How is there anything strong enough to hold that up and twirl around in the sky? Can we recycle that into, what I don't know, like, jello pudding pops? What about bleachers for a football field? It's already long enough. Great point. I think there's a <laughs> the point being is if you if you just gave Julia and I like you have an hour to make a list of 500 things we could turn these wind turbines into gummy bears would be like number 14,150. It would take me like a long time to think of gummy bears as something you could make through alternative sources. And that's fully acknowledging that like gummy bears are not natural. Like, we do, we have, I, it's almost like what's in gummy bears. It'd be like stuff, sugar stuff, gelatin, big fat, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Exactly. I don't know how these things are made. Yeah. No idea. They're delicious <laughs> though. And nothing that came them. to mind. It was just like weed edibles. Like that's, hmm. I think gummy bears now is just code. You know what I mean? Like that's really it's oh, it, that's really what this is. The gummy bears, any gummy thing is just code for weed at this point. Oh, interesting. I hadn't mm-hmm. thought about that, but great point. All right, let's move on. More cooking. There's an article from the New York Times written by Allie Jones, who is a very good writer of celebrity adjacent stories. And this one is about the Kardashians chef. She goes by Chef K. There's some interesting Kardashian anecdotes. We're all very familiar with their closet, their pantry, as we've discussed it on this pod, and Poosh is Courtney's lifestyle blog. We get it. We get it. But it turns out Chef K also cooks for many other people. Mm. Some of her other clients include Charlize Theron, James Cameron, Brian Seacrest, Sean Combs, a.k.a. Puff Daddy, and Charlie Sheen. And she can just rattle off like each Kardashian's dietary requirements. But none of that matters compared with my favorite anecdote from this story. May I read it to you? Give it to us. Mr. Sheen, that's Charlie Sheen, sings her praises. Early on in our time together, I dared her to perfectly duplicate what I considered to be the greatest cheeseburger on planet Earth. The Five Guys Double Bacon. Less than 24 hours later, she served me one. I took one bite and never went to Five Guys again. I have some takes. (laughs) Let's hear them. Number one, you hire a private chef. Okay. 
$1,000 a day, $2,000 a day. Who knows it's what the It's such a rarefied is. way of living. I have no idea. Yeah, who no knows? clue what that costs. But, it, but then when that person walks in the door, you're like, challenge number one. You know the fast food chain five guys? I want one of those, but you make it. What? A five guys burger is like $7.50? Like, what, what, what are we doing here? What are we it's doing? really, really weird. Also, is Charlie Sheen going to Five Guys that often? Also, where is he going to Five Guys? I don't think it's always been in California, or like at least not for Great that long. Question. Because it came to I don't New York. Think I saw like, one in, LA. in my lifetime. I know there is one in LA. I never went to it. I've actually never had. I, I had one Five Guys burger. The one I like Five Guys. I support Village. Five Guys. It's a good burger. Good fries. I mean, people love good it. establishment. Yeah. I'm a Five Guys guy. I'm not opposed, but I'm just like they're not that common in New York and LA. And I say that having lived in both places. So I'm just wondering where Charlie Sheen is having all these five guys. It, it, but it also just like, what do you say? Say the words again, what he considers to be the, the greatest cheeseburger or whatever. He said the greatest cheeseburger on planet earth. The greatest cheeseburger on planet earth does not come from a five guys. It just doesn't. No. It just no. does not. Even if you like that kind of thin patty, fast food style, there's many others that are better. Or I have to assume. I don't know because I don't. I haven't had Five Guys that often. I only had it once. And I was drunk, so I can't really say. But I, I just found this shocking. I just yeah. found this also so perfectly Charlie Sheen based on everything we've like been following with him for the last like 15 years. It's so well. Weird. There was, remember the three months where Charlie Sheen was everything. Like Charlie Sheen yes. was every every day. There was a new Charlie Sheen story, and he was just like running pop culture, and then just disappeared again. So, and then, but he also had like a nervous breakdown. Like part of it was like being crazy. So I, I don't know. Anyway, Chef K, people really love her. It's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty great. Do you think like having a K in your name or being called Chef K is part of the requisite for being the Kardashian <laughs> chef? I believe the article says it was a coincidence, but like okay. definitely a welcome one. So her, fu- her full name, in case you're wondering, is uh, Christian. So she seems great. Shout out to you, Chef K. I'd Shout love to know what her, her daily fee is. Also, just one other question before we move on. How does she have time for all the Kardashians and any other Ten clients? Minutes. I mean, there's so many of them. It's a great question. I think the, it must be like, this is going to be our Chef K week. Yeah, you're right. You know? right. Also, they travel, so not always home. All right. Next. Jacoby. Mm-hmm. It's the last week of the summer. It's winding down. You've already mm-hmm. made the switch to hot coffee. Yep. I'm holding on with my La Cologne in the can, which my mom makes fun of me for buying because it's so expensive, but it's cheaper than going to a store to get a nice coffee. So there's you keep mentioning on the pod, you got to send you some. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> think really they're the going to. That's long con here, isn't it? <laughs> I, I just don't think they're going to, but I, it's just a, it's part of my day. All right. So it's the season. Starbucks has brought back the pumpkin spice latte, the PSL, if you will. And... On top of that, they also introduced an apple crisp macchiato, which, if it's possible, sounds like it would have more sugar than the than the uh, pumpkin yes. spice latte. Maybe with oat milk, though, their first non-dairy fall beverage. That's cool. I mean, oat milk is really creamy, so I can see where that would work. When do you think is appropriate to break out the orange? And that means pumpkin. That means Halloween. I need to be means... wearing long sleeves. I need to be wearing long sleeves. I can't do it. I'm wearing shorts and, and a t-shirt right now. Like, I had to turn not, the air conditioner up before we started recording. Yeah, it's Hot. not pumpkin time yet. I need to be wearing long sleeves. Nevertheless, they're not the only ones doing this. And on that note, let's get into our taste test. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. 
You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Today, we have gone to Dunkin' Donuts and we'll be tasting two pumpkin items. For myself, I will say one of them I would absolutely never order were it not for this podcast. And the other, I am positive I'm going to like. So I'm 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 excited. Could we, um, just one second, I'm sorry to interrupt. Yes. Where are you just in general on pumpkin spice? For a beverage, no. For a baked good, absolutely. I love a pumpkin bread. I love a pumpkin muffin. I love a pumpkin chocolate chip muffin. But pumpkin as a pie? Oh, yes. Pumpkin pie ice cream, all of that. For sweets. Oh, wow. For sweets, I'm all in. For coffee, absolutely not. Why do I need pumpkin in my coffee? What do you think? I know think, how Jacoby? you feel about your 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 coffee is is very like important to you. You know yeah. what I mean? So like you don't need any variation. You've already you've already found your perfect cup. Yes, exactly. So you're good. I also just want to note, I think I think we mentioned this with Mike a few when Mike put this on the, the rundown. We're several weeks into Duncan's pumpkin season. They are trying to mm. really steal this from Starbucks. I mean, you know, they're doing what they can. So whoever's running to, Dunkin' Donuts is doing a great job. I know. We've talked they're, about They're it doing a, lot. a really good job. So we're trying the pumpkin cream cold brew, cold brew, which I added milk to, but you told me I wasn't supposed to because it's called pumpkin cream. It's called pumpkin cream. <laughs> it's cream is in it. It's called. So, it, it's also like just so everybody knows it, the color it does not pass the paper bag test. You have milk in yours test. that has milk in it, Jacoby. You think I added milk to this? And I'm lying yeah. to you. You think yeah, I'm lying? You think I'm lying about? You think I'm lying about the contents of this pumpkin? You think? I'm, all right, all right. Let's dive into this. You think <laughs> I that I went it. to Dunkin' Donuts and followed your specific instructions about which beverage to order, and then put milk in it. And then before the pod, we had a conversation about it, and I said I didn't put milk in it. You think I was I know, lying about that? I know what happened. That. I know what happened. You got the pumpkin spice signature latte. No. Oh, my God. You told me exactly what to get. <laughs> exactly what to get. It's four the color's, words. Not, pumpkin the color's cream, not right. Cold brew. That's what I got. Okay. All right. I, I mean, there might be a chance. And listen, I know the people at Dunkin' give a very consistent, like, consistent beverage and product. There might be a chance that maybe one Dunkin' three, what, four hundred miles away from the other Dunkin' doesn't give a consistent, a consistent <laughs> beverage that's seasonal. Three hundred miles away—that's a knock against Dunkin'. That's not on the franchisees. If your products can't be made the same in every franchise location, that's a pro- problem with you, Dunkin' Donuts. 
you just accused me of lying about putting milk in, a, in an I iced coffee. I see milk in there. I lie I, about all kinds of shit, Julian. Have, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not a liar. I am a liar. But do you yes, see mine the does, col- color mine discrepancy? A, a, there is a color discrepancy. There is. Okay. I'm taking a sip of my pumpkin cream, no milk iced coffee. Cold brew. Yeah. So you know how we feel about cold brews in general. But oh my I, God. I, I hate this. Oh, bad. Oh. Well, we'll see. Do you know what happened is there's a foam layer on top of mine. Did you get a foam layer on top of yours? Yeah, it just So mine is now melted in. When yeah. I was walking over here, I had to sip it. So I can't lie about that. I have taken oh a couple God. sips already. And oh I, my God. I, I, I'm carrying it. It's in my hand. And I'm okay. walking like three more blocks. Like you want me to just like for the sanctity of the pods, not sip it. That's impossible. impossible. That's insane. Yes. This, three blocks is not a lot to ask. I kind of like it. I kind of like it. That has milk in it to see if I like that one. Because I then I'm on like the it. same level as you. What kind of milk? Guess what? Regular milk? Like a milk milk? It's still disgusting. It's mm-hmm. 1% milk. It's so gross. I hate it. It tastes like chemicals and like grass. Oh my God. I despise it. Oh, I don't mind it at all. You know what? I don't think you came into this with an open mind. I'm just going to say it out loud. I, I love Dunkin' Donuts. Before you tasted it, you were like, I hate pumpkin coffee. And then you tasted it, and you're like, I hate pumpkin coffee. But I feel I like... I had it. As someone I who never... I'll so never... I'll, I think like three times in my life I've ordered a pumpkin spice something. I like this. I, I hadn't had it in so long. So I was ready to be surprised. But no, it's disgusting. I'm, I'm glad I don't need to finish it. I don't need that sugar. Very quickly, while we're here, might as well try the pumpkin munchkin. I'm super excited. It's yeah, glazed. I can tell. I can tell. It I looks got one, firm. I got one for our producer as well. Shout out to Mike. Mm. Let's give it a try. It's a little dry for me, but I like it. It's hard to go wrong with a, a dunk. You know, it's hard to go wrong. I would I say love that. Donuts. I would. I would. If there are, it's it's like those. Like I've said before, like like a like a, a mint chocolate chip ice cream or pistachio ice cream. Yeah, they're good. But when you're surrounded by such better options, I would never order this. Would if someone rather? else brought me one, I would have them. But if it's next to the glaze, next to the chocolate, I would never. If you could only have one of these for the rest of your life, what would you choose? Ice glaze. cream or donuts? Wait, what? If you could only choose one of these for the rest of your life, what would you choose? Ice cream or donuts? You're kidding, right? No. We've been doing a pot about food on and off for what? 10 years? 10 years. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know my dessert of choice is ice cream. I'm an ice cream guy. Ice cream cake is the best cake. Ice cream sandwich is the best sandwich. I'm an ice cream guy. I can't choose. I I literally like, that's like probably the hardest would you rather I've ever been faced with. I'd rather search for James Harden's lips for an hour than have to choose. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why that's so funny to me. Imagine James Harden having ice cream. What happens with that? Great. I, I wonder about that all the time. And soup, your other favorite food. Well, and again, like they're like, James, James, we're going to make you a five layer vanilla white frosting cake for your birthday. And he's like, can't do it. He's like, why, James? He's like, I can't eat cake. He's like, why, Too James? Messy. Frosting, frosting all over my beard. It's going to be frosting in my beard. I'm going to have to go to the bathroom and wash it out. I'm going to be wet. The water's going to get in my white shirt. Then my nipples will be showing. Like, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> just give me a just give me a cardboard one. <laughs> so smart. Let's move on to personal food news. Okay. Um, mine begins with a food news follow up. Two minutes. Ma- the Mavericks that we had last week, those animal cracker, animal mm-hmm. cracker like cookies. I had some friends over. We had a barbecue. It was, it was fun. 
Sounds and great. What, what it, kind of food did you put on the grill? We did steak. We did corn. We did baby eggplants, pesto, pasta, and um, that's it. Great. Sounds great. And a, oh, and a uh, um, caprese salad. Two of my friends who came over were um, five and two. So they found the box of Mavericks and they're like, can we have these? I was like, yeah, sure. And they loved them. Like, just like really loved them. So mm. I was like, wow. So maybe kids really like these. And I liked them, but they loved them. Yeah, they were then, fine. But they're animal crackers. Shaped then, like a lightning bolt. someone wrote, wrote into me to tell me that this brand was started by someone who's very important to me named Marissa Hermer. She was on my favorite Bravo show of all time, Ladies of London. And... Love Ladies of London. You know, Stanberry's on the Dubai. Real Dubai, right? I know. Yeah. I don't. I, I try to ignore it because it's so inferior to Ladies of London. It's like we just it's really, good, though. we it's deserve good. more. I once went to London really wanting to go to Marissa Hermer's restaurants. So when I found <laughs> this out, I was like retroactively so excited that we tried them on the pod. <laughs> had you known that before you tried them, would have been would you've been nicer about them? I'd like to think I would have had the same reaction. And I think I was pretty nice. And I did like them, by the way. 30 seconds. But I certainly would have been so focused on the fact that it was Marissa Hermer that it would have clouded everything else. So there's that. One last thing. I have a new go-to seltzer of the moment. It's AHA. Whoa. And it is Honey Peach. And it is so good. Check it out. I think I saw you declare this on social. I did. Um, As a Spindrift family... It's hard for me to consider others. However, when I did see this on social, I was like, honey peach. It's really peach good. Peach with a little sweetness. Still I love low it. cal. That sounds amazing. I really, it's still zero cal. I really love it. You know, I get sick of Spindrift. The juice aspect of it so it gets a little strong and tangy for me. So I, I, I had to take a break, but I really recommend this. I've been anyway. doing peach stuff recently. Peach is a really good flavor because it's strong, but yeah. subtle. It's, it's, got, it, it's really and it, good. And like synthetic peach doesn't, taste gross no good point good point um moved yesterday and had some movers i hated them there weren't enough of them they didn't understand the project they took forever but at some point i'm always gonna you know these guys are working for 14 hours like actual hard work i had to work for four of them because there wasn't enough of them so i had to move a million boxes yesterday even though i paid them thousands of dollars however ordered them pizza got a plain pizza always going to be a winner I got a meatball pizza. Ooh. And let me tell you, it was fucking good. I love meatball pizza. Meatball pizza. Where'd you get it from? The the place on Seamless that would get there the quickest. Mm. That's 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 the that's a factor. For the for the movers, you know, like, you know, like yeah. which is the best one in the neighborhood. You're like, just get it here soon, they're hungry. You know what I mean? I, I wasn't even asking for excellence. I was just curious because my go-to pizza place at home in Park Slope is Villa Villa Pizzeria and their meatball pizza is fucking delicious. It's really like a focaccia pizza with meatballs. It's so good. The meatball but like, pizza is love it. excellent. And at, I don't know if you know this, but I used to make pizza professionally in the uh, mid-90s. Yeah, you I know. Did? And what you, we called, do you have a scar from that too? Yes, I do. What we called hamburger pizza was uh-huh. actually just meatballs through the shredder. Wow. And we call it hamburger pizza. But let that me tell you. better than a hamburger pizza, it though. It is great. better than the meatball yeah. and the hamburger pizza. Yeah, that sounds great. Because it would like, you know, the, the grease would crystallize it. It was amazing. But I have to say, as someone who rarely deviates from traditional pizza toppings, the meatball pizza was amazing. And I'm excited to have it again. That's great. I just burped. So I think it's probably time to end this podcast. 
Thanks what to Mike Wargon. James Harden is leaning in to kiss you and you burp. <laughs> Hopefully I will have won him over with my charm that he won't care. Yes. Without it without a shark attacks car. Without a shark attacks car. <laughs> Thank you to Mike Wargon for producing this episode. We will be back next week. 